Welcome to Soul of an Empath, the podcast that helps empaths to feel loved, seen, heard, and understood in all areas of your life. Now here's your host, Tiffany Gano. Welcome back to another Knowing You show. I'm Tiffany Cano. We have Tana Marshall here as a guest today. She's a women's empowerment coach with Infinite Women, and I think you are going to love her. She's also going to guide you in a really cool guided meditation later on in the show. So definitely stay tuned for that. Let me tell you a little bit about her. Tana is a beautiful lady that I met a few months ago, and she's the kind of person that I just want to sit on the couch and chat with, and you know, we can hang out and pet animals. <laughs> you know, just like this warm, fuzzy personality. And she's also an author intuitive women's empowerment coach, certified law of attraction coach, certified holistic health practitioner, experienced EFT practitioner, and founder of Infinite Women, a feminine community supporting, inspiring, and empowering like-minded women through programs and events. Tana loves helping us busy, well, I don't necessarily identify this next part, but stressed out women (laughs) and helping them to set boundaries so they have more time, energy, and money for the things they find fun and fulfilling with programs like Overcoming Nice Girl Syndrome, which is the title of this episode and also a gift that she's going to be giving you as well. And the new upcoming program in 2023, Energetic Boundaries for Your Spiritual Growth. So please welcome Tana to the show. Thank you, Tiffany. I'm so happy to be here. Mm. And you speak of my language when you talk about helping people get better with boundaries. I I think it's one of the most important things for the feminine to just have a boundary <laughs> rather than a shield <laughs> or oh, a defensive guard and wall. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah. yeah, for sure. We weren't taught to have boundaries. We're in fact, we were taught that we don't have boundaries. We're not allowed to have boundaries. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important for the women who grew up with that to learn to do it now because it's a healthy thing. And I always teach that it can be done with love and compassion for yourself and those in your life. Mm-hmm. And out of curiosity, what got you started on this path and and also wanting to work with women in the way that you do? I went to an all-girls school. And when I thought back, my first day of school, I was an ugly duckling when I was younger and boys were not, they weren't attracted to me. They were kind of mean to me. <laughs> and Aww, so I'm sorry, sweetums. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. You know, it, it makes, it builds your character. You know, you have to develop that that those inner qualities and you don't rely on the outer, which is a good, it was a good thing for me. But when I got to school, the first day of school, I was just surrounded by girls and there was this even playing field because we were all in uniforms, which created a sense of belonging and community that I I came to love over the four years. 
And I just felt so relaxed that there were no boys around to be mean to me or make fun of me. And, um, and this is nothing against men. I'm married to the most wonderful man in the world. I have great men in my life. But back then, I think women really need some kind of solid foundation as teenagers. And it can sometimes be derailed by social situations. And because of my situation, I had a really solid group of girlfriends. I'm still close to most of them today. In fact, I'm still wow. close to most of my class today. It was a very small school. And I was also in an organization for girls, a Masonic organization called Job's Daughters. I was a leader there. My girlfriends have always been super important to me. I've always been creating events and uh, parties and stuff for them. And um, it just leaked over into this. And it just made sense because I really identify with women, especially women around my age, you know, 50 and over that were raised earlier when we had different principles. I feel like younger women have more confidence that they were raised with more of a voice and that they could exert themselves and speak up. And that's generalizing. I think all women mm -hmm. need to know they can set boundaries, but just realizing that this group of women needed the support to speak up for themselves and to go for what they wanted after taking care of everyone else, acquiescing to everyone mm -hmm. else for so long, that was what was needed. Yeah. And I just want to comment on something that you said earlier about not being raised in an environment with boys and how that can actually give you a stronger foundation. I I went to a public co-ed school and I was so freaking boy crazy growing up. And, you know, it was just like this social imprinting and the girls were really mean and catty, always competing over, you know, the hottest guys. And, and there was, I, I do wonder like, what could I have been like, like on the inside of me, if I had grown up in an all girls school versus the environment that I did. Now, obviously the universe had a plan for me. I learned some lessons. I worked out some karma, but wow, that's the first time I've ever heard that idea and didn't want to cringe, you know, about being in an all girl school. I was like, I was thinking, wow, that could actually be quite empowering now that I think about it. Yeah. So I love that. It's a whole new paradigm shift that um, definitely would have changed me had I had that kind of a background. So thank you for bringing that to my attention personally. Of course. Then you know what? Let me just point out too, that it doesn't, require going to an all-girls school and only being surrounded by girls, but having that support group, especially at that time where girls can be competitive and mean and that kind of thing. I didn't really encounter that much. I just, if someone was mean, I just avoided them. <laughs> and so <laughs> I, I just always had a, a, so I'm still friends with friends from elementary school. Wow. My, my friend from junior high, my closest friend, she was the prettiest girl in school and she was the nicest girl. I'm still friends with her. Just girls need a support system of other girls where they are there for each other. Because one of the other things that became very prevalent as we started dating, when we got, when we got out of high school, we were so socially retarded. We didn't know how to deal with guys because we weren't dating. We were just having fun with each other. But 
the, yeah, um, the pluses and minuses of that scenario. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And shoot, you know, my thought just flew out of my head, but we, we had to navigate that whole thing with, with each other. Oh, here, I remember it again. When we did start dating, sometimes someone would meet a guy and, you know, you get all crazy those first few weeks or months where you're like, oh my God, I can't get Twitter enough of each other. And then you, you blow off your girlfriends. Like don't ever blow off your girlfriends with a guy. Even if, if it, if it's physically painful to be away from the new guy, you got to maintain your feminine relationships because you know what, this is what I always say. <clears throat> you can meet and marry the man of your dreams, have your kids. And most likely he's going to die before you do. The kids are going to grow up and move away. And who are you left with? Your girlfriends. So it's, it's really imperative that I think girls have that foundation. Women have a community. And it's one of the reasons that I created the community so that women had a resource to connect with other women, to be inspired and uplifted and empowered. Mm-hmm. And that it's just a constant. I think it's super, super important. Mm-hmm. And what is your community like? It's, oh, it's just, it's the most loving, supportive women. And everybody there is very, uh, they're inspiring in and of themselves. They're very aspiring. They all have goals and dreams mm-hmm. and things that they want to accomplish. And it's a really intuitive group where we come together and there are times when I lead them through prex. Uh, exercises, processes, and I have programs, obviously I'm doing the leading there, but we have virtual circles. We were doing this quite a bit in 2020 when everything was shut down. I was resisting Zoom, like everyone was jumping on Zoom. I'm like, I'm not going to do the Zoom thing, but I was like, "Mm, maybe I'll do the Zoom thing. (laughs) And I did. And all these women were showing up every week and there was a different topic, but they would share what was going on with them. And we would each just spend some time sending energy to them and then sharing insights because it's nice for women to have a forum where they can tap into their intuition and realize, oh yeah, I do have intuitive gifts because I'm getting downloads for this person. I can also get downloads for myself because sometimes mm-hmm. we're oblivious to the messages that are there for ourselves. So it's a very loving, supportive, intuitive community. Nice. And, you know, being that you are helping women, what do you think is the number one or top few best most helpful things for their overall well-being and peace of mind and joy in their life? Well, I think having a practice, some kind of spiritual practice of meditation or some form of getting quiet doesn't have to be formal meditation. That's not for everybody. Whether you go outside, spend time in nature, spend time petting your cat. So sorry, I got a frog in my throat today. Great timing, right? (laughs) Or you just spend time with people. I I know I I need a balance of alone time to do all that stuff. Yes. And time with people that I love to uplift me and and having fun. I think fun and fulfillment are so important. However, you're spending your days, if you have work that fulfills you, that's awesome. And it doesn't need to be some spiritually grand thing or in the realms that you and I are working in. I knew I spent 20 years at Capitol Records and I knew that part of my purpose there was to inspire and uplift the people around me at the time. And I I embraced that. So I, I think knowing that you are fulfilling your purpose on some level and having that feeling of fulfillment and fun, fun is so important. People <laughs> discount fun, adults discount fun. Mm-hmm. And 
I have been going to Disneyland regularly for years as part of my well-being. I it almost <laughs> killed me to not go for three years. <laughs> but it's just a great example of where you can just go and be a kid, even if you just go to a playground. If you have kids, play on the swings with them. Play, be a kid with your kids. But I think it's fun for adults, especially women, to cut loose and have fun together and just be girly. <laughs> nice. Wonderful. What do you love the most about the work that you facilitate with these other ladies? Oh, I love seeing the transformation in people. And when they are going through a process with me, they've taken one of my programs and I see them blossom. And I see, you know, recently it's been all about setting boundaries where they, these are, you know, a lot of these women have been very successful in careers. Some of them are still there. Some of them are retired but they're all very kind and giving. And when you are that for a long time, a lot of people tend to start taking it for granted and they just Mm -hmm. expect you to do everything and be there for them without question, without asking for anything for yourself. And often when you start asking for things for yourself or saying, this is what I need or saying, no, I'm not willing to do that anymore. Or I need to think about it. And I teach women how to say no (laughs) to things without causing a ruckus and without being defensive. It's just, again, it's with love and compassion, but seeing women start to implement this and other people sometimes like what, but then they get used to it. And then these people start giving back. These women start receiving more from, from these other people in their lives, whether it's friends or family members or coworkers, people start giving back to them and they want to do things for them. And they attract more abundance just by honoring their own being and their own ability and right to set those boundaries. So that's really fulfilling. And then it keeps going. You know, I keep hearing about new stories. Well, and then this happened and oh my gosh, this person showed up and did this for me. And this was someone before that was like, oh, I don't know. And and just to see them blossom with confidence and this newfound greatness, this inner light that was kind of dimmed before. Now it's shining so brightly mm-hmm. and that light attracts more great people and more <laughs> behavior from the people around them and more abundance. Just that's what I love seeing. That makes me, I feel like who's getting more out of this, them or me? Hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know, but it's really fulfilling. I'm sure you get the same thing with your clients. I, I love seeing the transformation. Um, I Pre-COVID, when I used to teach in-person events, I would take pictures before and after, and it was just so visible in their face and their body language, how much brighter, lighter, more radiance, more uh, like just glowing. Some of them looked skinnier. I mean, it was just um, the before and afters. Some of them were shocking with how amazing they looked. So it's, it's not only the inner transformation, but it radiates outward and affects our physical body. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting you say that because in the infinite, I'm sorry, the um, Overcoming Nice Girl program, I have them take a selfie at the beginning. It's an eight-week program mm-hmm. and then take another selfie at the end. So it's really interesting that you say that. Mm-hmm. Really notice a difference. Yes. So give us a sample of one of the processes that you like to use and 
you had mentioned, you know, to me before we started recording and I was like, yeah, that could be fun. So what do you call it? And what would you like to guide us through? Well, I created a process, a conglomerate of other processes I've learned and utilized over the years. I call it power daydreaming. So Mm -hmm. it's a deep meditation where I lead you through it and you meet your twin self. I don't like to say future self. I like to say twin self, that they are living in a parallel universe, living the life that you want to be living. They already have the <laughs> things, whether it's, whether it's the relationship, the home, the career, the finances, the, the body, you know, the weight, whatever, and, or the confidence. Yeah. Did I already say confidence? They have all of that. They embody all of that. They're already mm-hmm. living it. And I have them meet with that person, ask them questions because it had that twin self has all the answers. And I have them walk around in that person to get an experiential feel of walking around in this other reality so that they can embody that feeling and bring it back here. Okay. One of the reasons I created this is because the feeling is so important. This is one of the ways I attracted my husband. And so that's a longer (laughs) story, which I won't go into, but the feeling is so important. And this is a way if people don't know how to get there. This is a way to help them get there. Okay, so everyone who's listening, please stop driving. (laughs) Don't operate heavy machinery. (laughs) Stop multitasking, please. And just be able to sit or lay down and get into a nice, quiet, meditative space with your eyes closed and, and experience this in the beauty and generosity that it's given. Okay? Are we all in agreement? <laughs> Thank you. I can I can see some head nods in <laughs> happening energetically. So I appreciate that. Okay. Tana, go for it. Okay. So we're just going to relax. And Tiffany already got you started with that. So close your eyes and take a deep breath. And as you exhale, feel your body relax. And just feel that relaxation going from your head down to your toes. And feel the heaviness of your body in the chair or sofa, whatever you're sitting on. Another deep breath in. And I'm going to count you back from 10 to 1, going deeper with each number, starting at 10, 9, 8, going deeper, 7, 6, 5. Four, deeper and deeper. Three, two, one. In a deeper state of consciousness and just relax into that. And then I'm going to count you down a little bit deeper. We're going to count from three to one, but we're going to focus on each number. I want you to silently picture the number three and say it silently to yourself three times as I say it. Deep breath in. Three, three. Three, another deep breath in, two, 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 another deep breath in, one, one, one. You're much deeper in your consciousness, connecting to your subconscious where all the major changes happen. And I want you to imagine that you're at the top of a staircase. And we're going to descend down the staircase, the 10 steps into a hallway below, starting with 10, 9, 8, 7, 
five, four, three, two, one. You're now at the bottom of the staircase in a hallway. At the end of the hallway is a door. On the other side of this door is your twin self living the life that you want for yourself. So let's walk down the hallway, open the door and step through. Notice where you are. Are you inside? Are you outside? Is it day? Is it night? Are there other people around? Is it warm? Is it cold? And as you notice where you are, I want you to see your twin self. There she is, or he, or they. They're there waiting for you, and they stand up and welcome you with open arms, give you a big hug. And this is your time to meet with them and ask them anything that you want to know. How did you make this happen? What do I need to do? Do I need to do anything differently? What guidance do you have for me? Or just ask them what they want to share with you and take a walk with them or sit down with them and have this conversation and listen to what they have to say. This twin self is a part of you. This is a version of your higher self that has all the answers that you need. So just absorb all of the wisdom from this twin version of yourself that is existing on another plane right now. And it's waiting for you to embody this feeling so it manifests in this physical reality. So after you've spent a little time with your twin self, then I want you to step into them, merge into their body, and then I want you to go and explore this alternate reality and get the feeling of what it feels like to be living there, to be living in that experience. What does it feel like? Where are you? Are, do you have a new sense of confidence? Do you have a skill set that you haven't yet mastered? Do you have a level of abundance, success, financial status that you don't currently have, that you aspire to? Spend a moment feeling into it. What does it feel like to embody that and know that you are living it? It exists. That's your feeling. And it feels so good to be living it. Don't worry about the how. Don't worry about how you got there. Don't worry about how to make it happen. Just enjoy the feeling. And I want you to take this feeling with you and bring it back when we come back to this reality. And you're going to embody that and walk around in that energy when you're in a waking state. But for now, enjoy the feeling. Allow it to permeate your entire being and just notice how good it feels. And know you can tweak this at any time. If something feels off or you want to change something, you have the power to do that. You can come visit your twin self anytime, make any adjustments that you like. So once you really have the feeling of living this experience, you can step out of your twin self. And it's time to leave them now. So they're going to walk you back to the door and just hug them. And they're so grateful that you came to visit. And they're telling you, you can come back anytime. I'm always here for you. Whatever you need, I am here. 
They have all the answers that you need. So thank them and say goodbye. And let's go back through that door. And let's walk down that hallway back to the stairway. And let's ascend that stairway all 10 steps. Coming up one, two, three, four, five. Coming up to the top. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're in a higher state of consciousness waking up. Feeling more alert, and I'm going to count you up from one to five, starting with one, two, awake, three. When I reach five, you will open your eyes, be wide awake, feeling fine, feeling better than before. Four, five, open your eyes, wide awake, bring <laughs> that feeling with you, carrying it around with you during the day. And I'll share you one. I'll share with you one thing that I did when I was doing this uh, to attract my husband. Again, long story, but I walked around as if I was already in a relationship with him. We were friends, and I wanted more from him. So I walked around in that energy all day, like we're already in a relationship. And I imagined coworkers and people going, "Oh my God, I heard about you guys. Is it true?" And it's like, "Yes, yeah, true." And I just walked around feeling. So whatever way you can bring that feeling with you, like, yeah. That's who I am. I'm already living that. I already have that. I already am that. That vibration brings it much more quickly into your experience. And it's kind of fun too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was lovely. A nice little meditation. And I didn't want to leave her. I was like, well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I you like can, being one. <laughs> you can go back anytime, anytime. Go back and go down the staircase through the door and go spend some more time with her. And and that life was just so real. So matter of fact. Yeah. It to me it's very Twilight Zone. You <laughs> like on Twilight Zone, there are these alternate realities. Oh, I don't want to equate it to Twilight Zone. That one scared the shit out of me as a kid. Okay, forget that. I love Twilight Zone because I think it's so (laughs) thought-provoking and it makes you feel like, oh, yes, there are other realities other than this. Okay, let's do, how about Wizard of Oz? You've just, you know, your house has landed (laughs) and you're in Oz. It's another reality. How's that? (laughs) Okay, that's better. I, I I literally had nightmares as a kid from oh no from that, so edit that out no Twilight Zone <laughs> okay thank you <laughs> okay so cutting cords to Twilight Zone and <laughs> coming back to the peace place. <laughs> and Tiffany oh. has been traumatized by her gas. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten about that whole thing until you brought it up. So, you know, it, it obviously things come up as a moment um, to be that mirror of what still could be healed that isn't yet fully healed. So yeah. and you I, know what's interesting, something that causes you so much trauma brings me so much joy. Like I cannot wait for every Twilight Zone marathon. I own the whole series So it's interesting how different (laughs) things affect people in different ways, isn't it? I find it really Uh fascinating. It's the meaning we give it, you know, I, I I just, um, yeah. We don't even need to talk about it anymore. Next. (laughs) Next. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So moving into your 
other gift because, you know, this, this guided meditation was a gift in of itself, but I know that you also have a free gift for everybody. So can you tell us about that? Yes, I have several actually on my website. Uh, I have a free gift of an ebook, pretty brief, but I think it's pretty interesting. It's manifest anything you want, which I know a lot of people are offering gifts like that. But I'm sharing my story of how I attracted my husband, how I attracted a home that's paid off, how I've attracted work in a career that I love and the social circle and amazing relationships that I have. But also in the community, I have a three free free three <laughs> video series <laughs> of overcoming nice girl syndrome. So it's a nice little introduction just to give some value and some of the most important tips to help women begin to set those boundaries. Mm -hmm. And then there's a whole eight week program that's available as well, but this is also my gift. So there are actually two gifts on my website. Okay. So if you go to tanamarshall.com, you can pick up those free gifts and I will put the link in the show notes for you and go and grab her gifts and explore her women's empowerment communities and see how else she can support you and help you to have better boundaries. I, I think it's crucial and important for everyone <laughs> to have really anchored in that sense of self-worth and by owning our values. Yes, exactly. And it can be done with love and compassion. Indeed. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Tiffany. I appreciate it so much. This has been so much fun. Likewise. All right. Until next time. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Soul of an Empath with Tiffany Cano. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and recommend it on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you are listening to it. You can get more information from soulofanempath.com. May you be blessed with love, health, peace, joy, spiritual oneness, prosperity, and abundance. So be it. So be it. So be it.